And now it's time for Geek News. With vitamins. And all Jordan. <laughs> Only a little Jordan. Mostly Jordan. Some Jordan. <laughs> the Bronadian Butcher. Uh, this is a new year. We were trying to start off clean slate. No such thing. Uh, all right, fine. I bring the I bring the meat and I bring the baggage. <laughs> Definitely the baggage. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, sir? I've got, well, it's not really news, but I, I'm going to forget if I don't do it now. So I would like to send a little shout-out and a thanks to uh, Chris Sparling, who sent me a note with a little uh, comment on uh, our most recent app. Uh, he enjoyed it, and he's going to continue listening. So thank you, Chris, for contacting us, and uh, keep uh, keep the feedback coming, everybody. Thank you. Again, not really news, but I am also addle-brained. <laughs> on the comic side, Marvel has announced that, surprising no one, Peter Parker is set to return. He's been dead and somewhat spiritual the last year or so. He's coming not back. Not as in religious. No, He's no. He's just, just been a ghost. Just a ghost. <laughs> or not, not, even, not even a ghost. Come He's, to me, my spider children. <laughs> He's just been hanging out in his former body's head, which has Doc Ock in it right now. So he's coming back in April uh, with Amazing Spider-Man number one. I assume that means Superior Spider-Man is going to be ending soon, possibly as early as late as May. Who knows if they're just going to roll it out one month to one month. Uh, it's going to be written by Dan Slott, and uh, the artwork's going to be by uh, Umberto Ramos. Even if I liked Spider-Man, Ramos would have just put me off. He is horrible. Why he keeps getting work, I don't know. Upper Deck and Marvel are getting together to put out the Upper Deck 2014 Marvel Now cards. It's going to be a standard comic card set, all uh, based on the current iteration of the Marvel Now universe. It's going to be a 100-card base set. There's going to be uh, autographs, sketches, and then, of course, being Upper Deck, they're going to have special hollow foil and gold and silver and bronze bordered uh, of the base sets all the way down to uh, like numbered out of 10, I believe is going to be their lowest. It's uh, upper deck. So it's for the most part, not worth it. Stick to sports cards or Marvel legendary. I love Marvel legendary until they stop producing it, but anything else? No. On the game side, a couple uh, FFG things here. First, they've announced oath of the outcast. It's going to be an expansion for Descent 2.0. It's four heroes and three monster groups that were previously only available for first ed. And a couple quests, brand new, uh, not previously seen in either edition. So uh, for those people that uh, bought second edition after griping about not having all the monsters in first edition, hey, now you can just double up on everything. They didn't go into detail about what's going to change, if they're just going to recycle the sculpts and just give you new stats for second edition, or if you're actually going to get new sculpts too. Who knows? But Division Within the Descent community continues. And then FFG has also uh, has teamed up with CD Projekt Red. They are making a board game out of The Witcher video game. It's going to be available later this year, I believe they said. Uh, it's going to be Sweet. for two to four players. Privateer Press has a new game coming out uh, in April called Zombies Keep Out. It's for one to six players. The players will be playing Goblin Bodgers who are trapped in their lab, and they are trying to work together, unless you're at the one-player version, to build uh, inventions to keep the zombies out of the lab. There's some amusing mechanics. They say things like uh, if a player is bitten by a zombie, he can no longer talk. He has to just for the remainder of the game. 
I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it depends on the implementation. If you can get away from having to do that for the rest of the game, then okay, for a round or two, sure. It sounds amusing. Don't know that I'll pick it up, but if uh, somebody else does, I would definitely like to give it a shot. Mantic is taking pre-orders for their Dreadball MVP three-figure set. It is going to be three figures of uh, MVPs of the Dreadball League. Dude on a dinosaur and then a couple other just standard uh Standard characters, or I guess they're MVP characters. It's a three-figure set. Apparently, they're they actually they look very nice, and, and the paint job they had done on them was pretty darn good. Uh, and they're going to add an extra layer to the uh, to the Dreadball game. Uh, and Forge World is taking pre-orders to the uh, for the World Eaters uh, Red Butchers unit. They're, uh this is for their 40k stuff. Uh, World Eaters is one of the Chaos Space Marines, uh, one of the fallen Space Marines, um, and Red Butchers is one of their named subunits. So they're taking pre-orders for that. I'm not quite sure when uh, either of these, the Dreadball or the World Eaters, will be available, but uh, it, they're both companies are taking pre-orders. And on the miscellaneous side, let's see here. Star Wars Episode Seven. now that it's been taken away from the dude that was killing the franchise and given to Lawrence <laughs> Kasdan and... He who shall not be named. Nate's in it? (laughs) (laughs) They're saying that the episode seven is now going to focus more on the original heroes as a bridge to the the children. So it's going to be Han, Luke, and Leia rather than their kids as it had originally been planned. Originally, they were just going to go right into the the next generation, but make it so number seven. But now they're apparently trying to write it for uh, at least those three from the original cast and then bridge into the kids. Yeah, whatever. Michael Douglas has been cast as Hank Pym for the Ant-Man movie, and they have confirmed that Rudd will be playing Scott Lang, who, in his initial introduction as Ant-Man, had stolen the Ant-Man technology. So, Michael Douglas, Hank Pym, Paul Rudd, Scott Lang. Fox has announced that Gotham will not be focusing on young Lieutenant or lesser rank Gordon, as uh, initially hypothesized, it's going to be young Bruce Wayne. They they didn't say the name, but they've pretty much described it as being Batville. What I wanted to see out of the beginning of Batman Origins, you mean? Yes. Origins? Yes. <laughs> NBC has placed an order for a Constantine pilot. Uh, I'm in the minority in that I liked both the comics and the movie. I didn't mind the movie either. But uh, so they're, they've only asked for a pilot. They have not given an indication that they're going to uh, do anything beyond that until they get a pilot. 20th Century Fox has acquired the rights to and will be developing a multi-film property based on Magic the Gathering. Yes. It can't be no worse than the Dungeons and Dragons movies. At least, and, it, at least it's not the musical. Uh, <laughs> the puppet musical. Give, give them time. Oh, it's out there. Lord. It's out there. I know it is. And, and I think... It, it could actually be much better than, than the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> movies. You know, one, I have a problem, I, I kind of have a problem with it because it's Fox, yeah. right? I mean, Fox is, is quick to cancel a lot of decent things before they become really decent or they screw it up somehow. But bar that, you're right. If done correctly, I mean, there is a ton of lore in the Magic the Game. No matter what you think of the card game, there's a ton of lore in that universe that could be explored. So if done correctly, it could be a decent series. One of the last books of theirs that I, that I really liked back when I actually read the MTG fiction was 
with the artifact cycle, the Urza and Mishra, the the battle between the artificers, if, if they just did that and, and did it well, I think that would be excellent. And possibly the most important news of the week. Uh, what did you do today, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to the gym. <laughs> Don't get all this by just sitting around at home. <laughs> You can't do that while I'm drinking. <laughs> yes, I can. I was waiting to see how good that spit card works. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> Bill Paxton will be joining Agents of Shield for a four-ep arc in February and March. But wait, there's more. No, there is no more. Yeah, we still haven't talked about how they're hyping up Stan Lee. I to be on the show as well because you know that then we're gonna have the greatest show ever. Dude's ninety-one. <laughs> He's going to have three lines and then pass out. You know, I, I always get the two articles I saw about it or whatever. They they kept trying to say the he's going to have a prominent role. <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. And yeah, so we can talk about that show later. Bill Paxton, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could very well be the last four ups I watched this season. <laughs> Oh, you're not a Bill Paxton fan? No, I love Bill Paxton. Oh, okay. That, that's why I'll oh, hold out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, again, we'll talk about that later. That's really all I've got for my news. Okay. Like I said, I don't have much news. And uh, what little bit I could remember you hit on all the uh, TV stuff. There was, there was a lot of good announcements the last few weeks for that kind of stuff. But So I'm just going to share uh, some Kickstarters that are going on or about to start from... Uh, people that are friends of the podcast here. So the Game Crafters got a Kickstarter starting tomorrow, January 15th. So uh, Village in, it, it, Vil, it's going to be called Village in a Box. That's the prime game they're focusing on, but it's basically eight micro games, and you can get them in bundles and stuff. And So check that out. It's going to start tomorrow, which is January 15th, which will be in the past by the time you hear this. <laughs> so it started yesterday. That'll be going on, and uh, some of those games uh, I've taken a look at. Some of them were in the finalists for the Game Crafter contest, so some decent games there. I'd definitely go check them out. Eternal Dynasty was supposed to start January 15th, but uh, Nick couldn't wait. He launched it late or late this afternoon, so it, it's going on right now. It started January 14th. Uh, Eternal Dynasty. Premature, some might say. <laughs> And, uh, of course, on episode 36, which you'll be hearing shortly after the Geek News, uh, we're going to be reviewing that one. And, of course, Four Tribes by Grey Gnome Games. That one is out there. We, uh, Myself and Megan did a video for that one. And uh, the Kickstarter's been going for a while now. And is uh, working on second or third stretch goal already. So it's doing very well. It's a, it's a great little two-player strategy game. So check that one out as well. And that's all I had for Geek News. 